Welcome to 360 Conversations Black History Month Takeover. I'm your host, Tamu Thomas, founder of the 360 brand. I've collaborated with some formidable women to honour black women in history and consider what their legacy means in terms of wellness today. I believe that it is our duty to honour the women that have gone before, paved the way and provided sturdy shoulders to lift us higher by exploring how we can alchemise their grit into grace. Today's contribution is from Paula Perry, who is honouring none other than Shirley Chisholm. If you don't know who Shirley is, please do your Googles immediately. Shirley is a certified boss, all caps. Paula choosing Shirley Chisholm is very fitting, as for me, Paula embodies a lot of Shirley's No Limit Energy. I think that I will put a link in the show notes so that you can listen to a podcast episode I did with Paula Perry to find out why. In this podcast, Paula highlights many examples of how Shirley's legacy can inform wellness, including not internalizing other people's perception of you. Paula Perry is known as the cycle-breaking expert. She is a mother, speaker, mentor, lecturer, author of the best-selling book, Black British History, and founder of You For Us, which is dedicated to empowering women to take control of their finances, alongside starting the domino effect that breaks the negative cycle of generational poverty in areas such as finance and parenting. Paula has been successfully impacting people up and down the country and internationally with her work. Woo! You see what I mean about Shirley Chisholm energy? Okay, guys, I hope you enjoy this episode. Greetings, my name is Paula Perry and I'm the founder of the organisation You For Us with the aim of breaking negative generational cycles in areas of finance, parenting and education. I'm also an international speaker, a lecturer, a mentor, an educator and co-author of the best-selling book Black British History, Black Influences on British Culture from 1948 to 2016. Firstly, I would like to thank Tamu for, from Live360 for inviting me to be a part of this very special Black History Month podcast. The person that I am going to be honouring today is Shirley Anita Chisholm. Shirley was an American politician, an educator and an author. She was born in 1924 to Caribbean parents. Her father was from Guyana and her mother was from Barbados and she lived in Brooklyn, New York. At the age of five, she was sent to Barbados to live with her grandmother, where she attended a one-room schoolhouse and took education very seriously. Upon returning back to the United States, she continued this seriousness towards her education. She earned her Bachelor's of Art from Brooklyn College in 1946, where she won prizes for her debating skills also. After graduating, she began her career as a teacher. She then went on to earn a master's degree in elementary education from the Columbia University. From there, Shirley went to serve as a director for a childcare center between the years of 1953 to 1959. She was also the educational consultant for New York City's Bureau of Child Welfare. 
from 1959 to 1964. She became known as the authority on issues involving early education and welfare. It was during the time as being a director of the child care centre that she became interested in politics. She spent some of her time political career working as a volunteer at a white-dominated political club in Brooklyn. In 1968, Shirley Chisholm made history by becoming the first black woman elected to the United States Congress. She represented New York's 12th congressional district for seven terms from 1969 to 1983. And what was amazing for me um, doing my my research on Shirley Chisholm is that when she initially was entered into Congress, she was assigned the House Authority Forestry Committee. And she shocked many by demanding straight away she needs to be reassigned. She wanted to be reassigned because her aim was to be in the Committee of Education. She was later um, reassigned to to the um, placed on the Veterans Affairs Committee and eventually graduated to the Education and Labour Committee. Um, Shirley Chisholm also became one of the founding members of the Congressional Black Caucus in 1969, and she championed for minority education, employment opportunities throughout her whole time in Congress. Shirley again made history in 1972 by becoming the first black woman um, and the second woman to make a bid for the U.S. presidency with a major party when she ran for the Democratic um, nomination in 1972. Um, During her bid and her speech, she she said, I am the candidate of black America, although, no, excuse me. She said, I am not the candidate of black America, although I am black and proud. I am not the candidate of women's movement of this country, although I am a woman and I'm equally proud of that. I am the candidate of the people and my presence before you now symbolizes a new era in American political history. This was a revolutional act for a black woman from Brooklyn to run for president. You know, she was fearless. She was outspoken. She was a catalyst for change. And it was during a time that was still highly racial in America. You know, you you already had the assassination of Malcolm X, the assassination of Um, Martin Luther King. So it was still a very, very highly racial time. And she was just eternally tough. The tenacity that she had um, during a period of dangerous times running for this campaign of presidency. And she still, you know, carried on like a soldier. And what really, really impresses me and what what from the experiences that she's had is that although she would have been going through some difficult times, every day she got up, got dressed up and went back into the environment that would have been very, very oppressive for her. You know, during her interviews and reading her book, you know, she would go into her 
her environment at Congress and nobody would speak to her. Everyone be, you know, saying saying comments, making funny noises. They wouldn't sit with her. And she went in every day with her head up high, knowing that she had a purpose. She she went in there with determination and just wanted to deliver what she was there to do. And I just find that so amazing and so inspiring um, like I already mentioned, she was originally assigned, you know, House of Forestry, Forest, Forestry Committee, uh, where she wanted to be in education. And she didn't stop till she eventually was in the Education and Labour Committee. So I just find that absolutely amazing. And in her autobiography, Unbought and Unbossed, one of the statements that she made in there was how important the role of her grandmother was when she was in Barbados of that initial installing that self-belief, that self-love, that self-dignity in her from her early ages of five years old, because she was there from the age of five to 10. And so being her, her paternal grandmother installed some real things in her, which she even states within her autobiography. I'll read one of the one of the statements there. She said, Granny gave me strength, dignity and love. I learned from an early age that I was somebody. I didn't need the black revolution to tell me that. Now, that's really powerful. So, you know, the elders, the ancestors installing characteristics, installing self-belief, self-worth in us that when we do go on in life, that we are able to hold on to that through the difficulties that Shirley Trism would have been going through as the first black woman in Congress, as the first black woman in history to run for pres- presidency. Um, that, that, that was absolutely amazing. So looking at, looking at Shirley Trism's journey and what I can take from her experiences um, to add to to self-care and wellness. What I take from reading about her, listening to her speeches, is that she was, as her book's entitled, Unbought and Unbossed. You know, that's that's just that's just 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 there's a title in itself. I would also add to that an unapologetic because um in one of her interviews, she mentioned that at lunchtime, nobody would sit with her. And at one time, there was a spare table. So she just sat down there to have her lunch. But each table was um, dedicated to different districts or different counties. And she sat down one, at a table where there was nobody there. And then she heard this very... Uh, it was at the Texas table she was sitting and there was a gentleman who came in his, you know, strong Texas accent and told her, this is the Texas table. You shouldn't be sitting here, you know, basically tell her to move. And she said, no, well, I'm actually eating my lunch right now. So I won't be moving till I finish. You know, she said that his face was red and she was like, well, you can sit down and join me if you like. And he didn't want to sit down. So she said, look, there's a table over there. Why don't you go and sit down over there? <laughs> You know, so just that tenacity that she had was absolutely amazing. And going back to what I take from it in regards to 
self-care is that things will happen to you on a daily basis, whether, you know, situations, circumstances, things that are said to you. And each day you might experience something. And it's about not internalizing these things. It's about being able to shake them off, dust your shoulders off and, and, and start back again tomorrow saying, leaving the day yesterday behind and starting from today going forward. I think that is one of the key things that I've actually taken from, from Shirley's re- resilience in, in the role that she had and the, 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 the racial oppression and the racial tension that she would have been in the midst of, like she would have been in the middle, in the midst of this. And as a woman, she, 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 you know, she held her own. She was very strong. She, she was dignified. She was outspoken and she believed in herself to dust things off each day and, and not internalize it because you could internalize that and run away and said, you know what? This is too much. I can't handle this day in, day out, day in, day out, being disrespected, being ignored, um, until you continued, continued each day until you, ha- you you earn your respect. You know, people who were bigots or people who, you know, were being oppressive, seeing your strength, seeing your tenacity, seeing your determination have to grow that into respect, has to turn around and say, you know what, this woman's got got guts she's 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 got something about her you know I have to respect her her way of being so that's something that I've taken into my self-care and wellness is the ability to or or try um, and have the ability to shake off today because tomorrow is a new day and I've got a journey I've got a mission um, I've got an aim, I've got a goal, I've got a God-given purpose on this earth that that obstacles will come, you know, obstacles will come. There will be times where things may be said that you don't like or, you know, attacks might be against you, but sometimes, sometimes attacks or what we deemed as attacks are are situations to make you stronger, are situations to make you grow, are situations to enable you to find yourself um, and to be able to handle different situations and dust your shoulder off and get back up and start a new day saying today is a new day and I'm going to start again and not think about yesterday and not let yesterday hinder me today so that is definitely one of the of the things that from her experiences I can add to my self-care and wellness as well I believe that she would have you know gone home and rested I don't think she took you know to, to the way how her character was I don't think she went home and took work with her I think she got home kicked off her shoes, whipped off her, sorry, I was about to say whipped off her bra, because that's the first thing I do when I get home, sorry, (laughs) kicked off her shoes, whipped off her bra, sat down and thought, right, I'm home now, I'll deal with work tomorrow, I don't believe that she took home work, I don't believe she took home 
any of the difficulties she had, any of the comments, any of the snide remarks, and she went home and rested, whether she meditated, whether, whether she prayed, you know, enjoyed her time with her family, woke back up in the morning and said, yep, it's a new day, let me go and boss things. I believe that that was her character. She received in 2015 the Presidential Medal of Freedom by, honoured with it by um, President Obama. And one of the things that he said is that she was asked how she would like to be remembered. And she replied, I would like them to say that Shirley Chisholm had guts. And in honouring Shirley Chisholm today in this 360s podcast, I would like to say, yes, Shirley Chisholm, you definitely had guts. You definitely had tenacity. You definitely had determination. I believe you inspired those who came after you. And as your title of your autobiography, Unbought, Unbossed, and I'm adding unapologetic. I salute you this Black History Month on three on the Live 360 podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and enjoyed learning more about Shirley Chisholm. Please buy her book, Unbought and Unbossed. It's her autobiography. Or you can go on YouTube um, and listen to her speeches. They are t- totally inspiring. And thank you for taking the time and listening to me. My name is Paula Perry, founder of You For Us. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to 360 Conversations. I appreciate you sharing your precious time with my guest and I. I hope you found the episode useful. I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review my podcast like an increasing number of our digital experiences, the algorithms rule. Your feedback will assist me reaching a wider audience and I'd really love to have more women being privy to or joining these conversations. The feedback I get following each episode is beautiful and tells me more women could benefit. As always, I'd love to keep the conversation going. You can join me by commenting on the podcast show notes on my website or via social media at Live360. I hope to engage with you soon podcast produced by me tammy thomas podcast music produced by james anderson take care